1: Oh, we have so much to discuss today. So excited about being here with you. Um, So let's get to it. First off, we're going to be discussing the title of the show. 20% of hiring managers, when polled, said that if they knew somebody was a Trump supporter, they just wouldn't hire them. They had some other things they said they would do too. Um, Additionally, Planned Parenthood is going to actually opt out of Title X funding. What's important about this? Kind of everything. It represents 15% of what they get from us taxpayers. And I'm so glad to see that they really do want to make sure that Americans know that the most important thing to them is abortion. Um, The safe rule that the president has implemented is actually something that they should be really just, uh, honestly, they should be absolutely thrilled to be able to prove that they really care about women's health more than they care about abortion. But they don't, and so they're not going to. And yeah, it's it's actually it's it's great news because in the war on information, on disseminating information, on telling the truth about abortion, we do not we we don't have the uh, bully pulpit. But when Planned Parenthood tells the truth about themselves, Americans need only read that and you know take note. So. <laughs> I'm super excited <laughs> that they're doing that, uh, that they're just going to decide they don't want the money. Nice. That's your money. That's my money. They won't be going to them. I like it. Uh, we're also going to talk about Apple TV. They're, they've got a new product out and I have a couple words about it because I was one of those people who and I just got my iPhone, um, I was kind of one of the last people to get a smartphone. I had a little, it was like a Walkman swing around phone, the, the bottom of it, instead of popping open like a flip phone, it swung around. And it, it was like nicknamed a little cell Walkman. And it was mostly for music. And you could fast forward music. And it was just like, it was orange metallic color. It was the cutest little thing It was so tiny. And it was my cell phone. And it was my first one that I purchased that wasn't like some hand me down from someplace my husband worked. And so I was really, really happy with it. And when it stopped functioning, I wanted them to fix it. And they were like, nope, we won't We won't fix that. That's old tech. We're not repairing phones. You can have any one of these new phones. You're up, due for an upgrade. And I was like, I don't want to upgrade. And they were like, you are due for an upgrade. And if you want a phone that works, you're going to need to get one of these because there is no one who will fix that little thing that you've got there. So I got an iPhone. And I remember immediately noticing how much more interesting and fun it was. And it was just like an obsession. You know, you're sitting at dinner waiting on the food to come. Oh, you got the little phone out and you're looking at news. My husband was like, what are you looking at on that thing? And I'm like, news. And I would show it to him. He's like, wow. You know, so that being said, when they came out with the Apple TV box, I was all about it. And I got it. And it turned out to be a huge dud. We used it. We used it a lot because we were cord cutters back then. Some of the earliest cord cutters you'd find. I, I remember telling people we didn't have cable and they looked at us like we were, you know, like we're, we're from another planet. And the Apple TV box, just the functionality of it compared to the technology that was available, it just wasn't that great. So when the Roku came out, my husband was like, we have to get one of these because it will enable us to access Netflix easier than we do on the Apple TV box. I was like, how do you know? He was like, according to everybody, we're the only people who have the stupid Apple TV box. So we got the Roku and immediately, notice the difference. And we've, it's still sitting up there. It's still sitting on uh, the, the, we have a fireplace and the the TV sits on top of that. And the little Apple TV box is sitting right next to that. And the remote's sitting there too. It's just literally, it might as well be a paperweight up there. Um, So I think one of the things that I want to highlight here is what they're, what they're planning on doing $9.99 a month, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll dig into that. Facebook is actually hiring seasoned journalists to support their new effort. They have something that's a pet peeve or pet project, I should say, of Mark Zuckerberg's. We'll dig into that. And then an FBI says a truck driver threatened a mass shooting at a Memphis church. And I have some audio of Senator Lindsey Graham. He's all hopped up on Mountain Dew. and He's ready to scissor kick somebody in the back of the neck. And I'm here for it. (laughs) And then I want to give you a preview I'm hoping this is going to be the week that we're going to be able to share some awesome news with you guys about something I'm going to be working on, on the side, not radio related, but definitely something important for next year, especially. And I'm super excited to have been uh, asked in and received a phone call this morning. I think things are progressing along nicely. So hopefully I'll be able to share that with you. And last but not least, guess what? Tomorrow's the day. We're going to have Charles Payne, the host of Making Money with Charles Payne, On Fox Business, he's going to be here to talk about his new book. And I just can't get enough of it. Go to my Twitter feed and retweet that tweet that I sent out to him saying that we're super happy he's coming on the show tomorrow. So you guys, it's also on Facebook. Like if you're following me anywhere, it's there. He's on the show tomorrow. Oh no, it's not on Instagram. I will rectify that at the first break. Um, you guys, you have to support the fact that he's coming on the show. It's a big deal to have him on my podcast. Um, it wouldn't, it would not be as big of a coup if I was on, I mean, obviously we'd be super happy about it, but if I was still on AFR, because AFR, that was national syndication, you know, I had a lot of white house guests, a lot of people come on the show then, but the podcast, come on y'all, that's friendship when you bring your book onto the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We'll take it. Um, so let's dig into this hiring manager thing and I'm just like. Okay, first of all, let's say you have a job that you've been trying to fill. let's, Let's get out of the whole retail thing because the truth is hiring managers who talk this kind of smack and they're in retail or food service, that means they either have the best staff they've ever had that's ever been known to be had at a restaurant or they're lying because... Everyone knows it's so hard to find people who will actually show up day after day, week after week, month after month, and follow a set schedule in the retail space. But, you know, employees just ghost you. They get an offer for 50 cents more an hour or hours that they like better, or their second or third job says, hey, we want to make you full time or we want to make you close to full time in the era of Obamacare. They just will ghost you. They don't even bother coming in and getting any, if they left their lunchbox behind, they're like, whatever, collateral damage, I'm out of here. So this idea that these people, well, maybe they're just blustering, but maybe they're really doing it. And that's where the fascism comes in. So, you know, we talked on the show a bit ago, like a couple years ago about socials, China's social credit system, which is a way that they are now preventing some of their citizens from being able to buy plane tickets and leave the country. If they don't like your, your things that you've said about the government, because, you know, they're, they're a totalitarian communist state. So you can't criticize the government. And if you even seem a little annoyed at directives by your overseers, what they'll do is they'll lower your social credit score. So the social credit system in China, um, it 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 really takes away your ability to travel, your even outside of your province. So we don't need anything like that here. We have enough limitations on Americans, in my opinion. Uh, there are there enough social constructs that Really, it's, it's unpopular to say that you support Donald Trump. It's unpopular to have a sticker on your car. It's unpopular to s- even, even to wear a t-shirt in public or a hat. And that's ridiculous because Obama supporters wore all of their gear. They had their stickers on. I, I told you guys it, I'll never forget the Sunday before the election. We arrived to church and at the time we went to a mega church out west, west, west. And the parking lot was so big that they had these, golf carts that were manned by volunteers that would come out. And if they saw you parking, they would just drive right over to you. And all five of us would get on the golf cart and ride it across the parking lot into uh the, you know, to the door of the sanctuary. And uh I remember that day, there were all the carts had people on them. And so we were walking and we walked from the back of the parking lot to the front. This is the Sunday before the election. And it was a sea of Obama stickers. And I remember turning to my husband saying, can you believe all of these Obama stickers at, church this guy supports abortion and he was like we deceived these people are deceived and I thought to myself you know okay they can be deceived but how does I mean you're voting what? and that's exactly what happened y'all that's what happened so okay back to the story I'm off on a tangent here um so according to this author what drove voters to elect President Trump in 2016 was this kind of totalitarian nonsense. And he feels like it's what's going to drive people to elect President Trump again in 2020. So apparently, these hiring managers feel like it's not just okay to maybe not hire someone, but they're saying people that they've already hired who they find out support Donald Trump They should be discriminated against and they should be mocked. A survey of hiring managers and workers pulled by Secrets um, and the marketing firm Airtasker found that left-leaning firms are especially anti-Trump, with 20% vowing to reject a job candidate who backs the president. Those who support Trump and are already in the workplace face substantial mockery, including name-calling, and the survey listed their responses to several examples of what pro-Trump workers face. 28% people will joke about them. 23% will be overly critical of them. In other words, their work is good, but instead of saying it's good, they'll just criticize it or find something wrong with it just so they can, just so they can prove, hey, you suck because you're a Trump supporter. Uh, 21% will be dismissive of the Trump supporter. And 11% said they would name call, right? So one out of every five. So 20% of America's jobs are off limits to people who voted for Donald Trump. Can you believe that? In this economy where there are so many openings, it might not be so bad because you can always find another job. And I am i am a firm believer. I've said this before. And, you know, the haters who sometimes will email me will say, oh, you know, they'll find this statement ironic. But the fact is, if something is for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, then there's something else that God has for you. And ultimately, it will be better and work out for your good and far greater above at all that you dare ask or think according to the power that works in us, which is the Holy Spirit, Ephesians, get there, read it, meditate on it. I know I have. Um, that's how we know that God has something better for us because he says so in his word. So if you happen to be in this situation where you find yourself ridiculed because you voted for Donald Trump, um, you know, pray for your coworkers and also know that that kind of a work environment is probably not the one that you want to remain in. So you you stick it out. You do your best work and put up with the drama, just as David did. Remember when David was being hunted down by Saul? And he he never spoke ill of Saul. He never tried to throw a spear back at Saul. He even had the opportunity to kill Saul, and he didn't. He even felt bad for cutting a tiny little corner off of the king's robe because the king's robe represented his sovereignty over the nation, and he felt he had done wrong in doing that. And at every turn, he offered kindness in response for Saul's murderous intent. Now, I know this is hard to do. So I'm not, I'm not even trying, I'm not minimizing this and not acting like this is easy. But the fact is, it's what God calls us to. And when he calls us to something in his word, and he tells us this is what the way we're to behave, then when we do it. The ultimate for us is the blessing that comes in response to our obedience, that we can expect that. We can know that that's on its way to us because God cannot lie. So I'm highlighting this story not to discourage you, but to encourage you because if you're facing some kind of, well, this is basically political per- persecution. And also these are illegal acts under, I don't know, what, what are the, what are the laws that govern equal opportunity, employment? Um, you know, all kinds of laws are being broken. If people are mocking you for your vote, um, they're not supposed to be able to talk to you about it at work. You are not supposed to be able to be harassed or or even discuss your politics at work if you don't want to. So the idea that it's happening, it just started raining, you guys, the the idea that it's happening to Americans, it it just points to the rancor of the political climate that we're existing in. And I say, you know, uh, what would you say? Fight me. Fight me. If somebody's going to come at me on political views, they better get their sword sharpened up before they come at me because there's no way they're not getting told the truth in the sweetest possible voice with a little bit of giggling about how wrong they are for buying into the brainwashing of the Democrats. And if you try to claim the mantle of Christianity while you're over there supporting the Planned Parenthood pro-abortion, pro-let's-abort-babies-after-they've-been-born-Democrats... Oh, come on. You don't want any of that. You don't want, you especially don't want it at the workplace because I'm going to have you crying and I'm going to be comforting you and offering you a tissue while I'm helping you to learn about yourself and how against God you are and how the judgment seat is coming for you, baby. If you are voting for the Democrats because of socioeconomics or any reason, and you haven't reconciled yourself to the fact that you're voting for people who believe that the untouchable God's anointed, the fruit of the womb that those people are not just fine with slaughtering babies when they're pea-sized or pin sized or hand-sized, but when they're fully grown, fully formed, and just before birth and even after birth, Democrats are advocating for killing babies at that stage. It's all wrong, but the depravity is on display for you, and if you're choosing to side with those people, you have bigger problems than mocking people at work. You're facing the judgment seat, and it's coming at you at a 1,000 miles an hour, and when you get there, your arguments will be nil, your mouth will be closed, your face will be on the ground, and you will be judged. Don't be that person. We'll be back after this.
0: Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years... (coughs) Smokey's only said, only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real-life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on! Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org, Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. You know what really gets a party started? Indoor baseball. Yeah, just find a broom or a pool cue, and you can use, like, anything as a ball. Cans, bottles, shoes. Hey, bro, toss me that avocado. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Underage drinking and driving, the ultimate party foul. Learn more at ultimatepartyfowl.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm little teapot, short and stout. Here is my handle and here is my spout. No, Dad, like this. When I get all steamed up, then I shout, tip me over and pull me This is WWE superstar Roman Reigns. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy. Your football buddy. Or you, your best man. Your worst man. You, your dog walker. Your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihabprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> And um I was noticing in the chat, people were like, ooh, the judgment seat coming at you. Yes. And I don't mean that like, ooh, I'm so high and mighty. The judgment seat's not coming at me. It's coming at all of us. We are all racing towards it. And we don't know how much longer we have, do we? I mean, do you? Do you have an exact day and time that you will be, you know, departing here to head off to meet the Almighty? If you know, I mean, by all means, let us understand how you did that for the rest of us who don't know we are just biding our time and and trying to work and be found working and trying to be found, you know, doing what God has for us to do. And it can be a little tough. It can be a little tough on the, you know, it, it, it wears you down at times dealing with people, working with folks. Um, I don't know. I just, I, what I want is for us to be Cognizant of that, and so it doesn't mean when I say, "Oh, you know," so if you're voting for abortion, and I've, I've already explained I, for anybody who's new to the show, welcome, God bless you. Uh, abortion is the number one issue. It, this is my opinion, my show, my opinion. You definitely have the right to believe whatever you want, but, um, hmm, if you are voting on other issues. So let's say your prioritization list includes, you know, caring for the poor or poverty programming or something like that. You know, good on you. Your heart's in the right place, but the government isn't the right entity with which to eliminate poverty because the Bible says the poor will always be with us. But, you know, carry on a little bit further. There has to be an issue that you have as your dividing line, the one with which you say, I'm over here on this issue and everything else falls below this issue. And for me, it's abortion. OK. Hmm. OK, so I just saw somebody put something in the chat. So if you if your issue is let's say your issue is guns. This is how I came off of because my number one issue used, it used to be something like um. Limited government, guns, abortion. That's how I, I used to kind of look at it. But what I found was, if I found someone who was on, who was for limited government, they could be pro-choice. And the first time I met someone who was like that, I, I was so perplexed because I was like, well, how can you be, you know, a supporter of abortion? He was like, I'm not, I'm not an abortion supporter. I just don't feel like I have the right to tell women what they can do with their bodies. And I said, well, the baby's not a part of their body. He was like, I understand the arguments and I agree with you, but, I don't feel like it's my place to be able to do that. And I said, okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm just sitting there like, okay, okay. Um, How? Okay. So then we talked some more and we, it was a discussion. It wasn't an argument and this wasn't somebody that I was against politically, but I just wanted to try to understand. So later that evening, I, I was just, I happened to be chatting with someone who is kind of, she's leadership in, you know, the pro-life movement. And I just mentioned to her that my my exchange with that person, she said, oh, yeah, I know. And I'm, you know, I'm praying for him because I feel like he's been deceived by this idea that men can't have this opinion about being, you know, men can't be truly pro-life because they can't get pregnant. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm I'm listening to her. And she said, you know, Stacey, what I do is I, when I'm voting for someone, the first thing I do is I look to see where they are in the pro-life movement. And she said you probably think that's because that's what I do for a living, but Hear me out. And she, she began to lay out how if you're pro second amendment, you can be for big government. Even though you don't want the government messing with your guns, you can be for big government in other areas. You could even be pro second amendment and then be, you know, pro choice quote, quote, right? So we were talking. I'm like, wow. Okay. So as she was explaining it, she said, look, it's, it's this simple. If we have our dividing line as the Bible and we have our Christian worldview that is not something we put on and take off like this sweater. Cause, you know, by the way, if you're watching the live stream, I had on a jeans jacket earlier. I have on a black dress. I wore a jeans jacket earlier to Bible study. And then now I have on this sweater because the jeans jacket was just too hot, y'all. I'm sitting over here. I'm like, I'm, I can't take this jeans jacket on. I get, I got to take it off. So I put the sweater on. Okay. So just like I can take the sweater and the jacket off and I can interchange them, many people treat their Christian worldview in that same fashion where they're like, you know, today I'm all Christian out. I'm only listening to Christian music on my radio. I'm only, you know, I'm, you're blessed, I'm blessed, et cetera. You know, I've got my little Jesus fish that I'm posting on Facebook, but then on Monday I'm cursing, I'm hitting the club later. I'm going to be at, you know, whatever you, whatever you do, (laughs) uh, no judgment, do you, but just know that. Some of that stuff doesn't actually look awesome on a Christian. So when you're talking about your Christian worldview, it's supposed to be a worldview, meaning it's you. You view the world through the Christian lens because you are a Christian and there's no other way for you to view the world because Christ is in you and He has changed you. You, You're changed. You can't see everything the way you did before. Things don't look the same because you have been changed. And so that is why the pro life issue is the number one for me because I have yet to, and this is anecdotal, it could happen. It could happen. But I've yet to meet a pro-life person who was wrong on guns, wrong on limited government. When I meet people who are unabashedly pro-life from conception to natural death, those people also fall in line on all of the other issues. So it's almost like a cheat because if I find someone who's pro-life and they're running and everyone else is somewhere else on the spectrum with the issue... I bet all I have to do is ask him a few questions and before we're done talking, I know that person is in the right on all the other issues and I think it stems from they're in the right on the issue that matters the most because how? why do you care what kind of taxes we have or what our foreign policy is if you're dead? If you were aborted, you have nothing to say about those issues, right? But if you're alive, that means your parents chose life for you. Therefore, you can care about all of these other issues because you're here, Right. Other people who are like pro choice, but also, you know, strong on certain issues. When you keep digging down, you you invariably find cracks in those issues. Like they're pro Second Amendment until you get down to large capacity magazines or until they find out that it's one, one, one day goals over here, hashtag goals. I'm going to own a tank. Why? Well, there's this really awesome and sad, kind of sad story about how. The first time my dad let me take his BMW out way back when, when I was, when I was a young girl and I'd just gotten my driver's license and, it, and I'd gone to college for a year and I'd been, and I was back at home and it was Christmas and my dad let me borrow his BMW to go to a party and the party was on base and there were some tanks, A1M1 Abrams tanks parked out in the back and I was parked in this row of parks across from them and when I backed out, I wasn't careful. And I backed my dad's car into one of the tanks. And then in a state of terror, I drove away. So of course, my dad works on this space. Oh my gosh, the story. Why am I telling you guys this? Anyway, let's keep talking. And so I get home and I'm like, someone backed into me. I'm totally lying, you guys. I'm lying because I'm terrified. I'm like, what is my dad going to do to me? He immediately goes into investigation mode because did I forget to mention that my dad was a cop? Okay, he still is, but he at that point he was a military policeman, which means he used to help investigate crime. So he goes out to the car and takes a look. at He asked me where I was, so I tell him because he knew where I was going. So he drives back over there. I go to bed. I think it's over. He meanwhile he's driven back over there with a the flashlight, collected all of the pieces because it was just the rear tail light that was damaged. That, praise be to God the rear tail light he take, collects all the pieces and lays them out on tape so that he can tape them back together and put them back on the car to make sure no piece is missing and then he notices that there are some pieces of the tail light on one of the, the the tanks so he knows the tank didn't hit the car so then he realizes i backed into the tank and in the morning when i get up he's waiting with me waiting for me with this piece of tape with all the pieces of the taillight on it and this look on his face and so of course I came clean I came clean y'all I came clean and if you ask him about this story oh my goodness he tells it like it's a story that spans like eight days he tells it like it's an epic like the kind of story that you could make a movie out of that's how he tells the story now why did I tell you this story well just to say that uh dude is an investigator first of all and second of all well, what we have on the pro-life issue is we have one place where we can be as Christians. And I know this really, really gets people's goat. Like, it gets people's goat. They don't want to hear it. Um, but if 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 you're a Second Amendment supporter, to go back to what I was saying about the tanks, me wanting to own one, I've always wanted to own a tank. And I didn't know that I could until I looked it up. You can actually buy a military surplus, and then that includes tanks. Um, so you can buy a decommissioned tank. And you can have it shipped to yourself. And usually Americans have to buy them from like, um, oh, like Czechoslovakia. So you buy it from a company that sells the military surplus to, uh, like, you know, other countries and then you have to have it shipped. So the total cost is like 30, 50,000, sometimes 70 or 80,000, depending on where you have to have it shipped from. The main, main thing being you're paying like 30 for the tank or even 10 or 15 if it's really in bad shape. And then you have to pay for the shipping. So if you're a second, Amendment supporter, but you don't believe that I have the right to own a tank or a fighter jet, then you don't really understand the Constitution because the founders meant for regular citizens to have access to the same type of weaponry as the military. Now, you might be thinking to yourselves, oh, so you think you should have heat-seeking missiles? Well, I mean, why wouldn't I, according to the Second Amendment and the Constitution? Why wouldn't I? Now, you might find that to be odd, and we might differ on that, and that's fine. It's That's not something that if you're if you're saying well will I not vote for someone well I'm going to look at you second you know I'm going I'm going to look at you a second time because if you don't understand the Second Amendment you might not truly be a Second Amendment supporter but the easiest thing for me to do is to first ask you about the life issue once I know where you are on the life issue then everything else can proceed from that because if you're in the right spot on the life issue you're probably going to be fine with me owning a tank or a rocket launcher or a 50 caliber you know um. Yeah, a 50 caliber gun. Yeah. You're going to be fine with it. Um, and, you, and not because you know me that well. We might have just met, but if you're good on the life issue, I know you're going to be good on most everything else. And I'm waiting for someone to kind of defy this logic and to meet them and they're totally pro life, but they're against the second amendment or they're, they're against limited government or they're, they're for high taxation or something like that. It's, it's hard to find somebody. Like that. And and also it's thanks to the Democrats, because the Democrats have actually made it possible for people to really literally you're if you're a Democrat, you're pro abortion. If you're a pro life Democrat, you're basically out in the field anyway, because they, they don't they don't acknowledge you. You're not a part of their group. You, you can't sit with them. You're out of the barbecue. Uh, so, you know, you might as well come over and join us and you might as well learn a little bit more about the Constitution and get right. And you can be good on all the issues. Uh, but I haven't met any of those people, so they probably exist. But anyway, oh, my gosh. Chow STL said soon in theater, Stacey's hit and run with a tank, as told by dad. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, he tells it in such a dramatic fashion. Like if you've ever like if so if you ever do anything that completely irks your parent and they're kind of loquacious like my father, you will you will have this story um, that they have thought up in their mind, that is their retelling of the events as they occurred. And I I, all I remember is that I was wearing a super cute outfit that night, an outfit that it was like one of my best outfits. And I looked so cute and had such a good time. And maybe it was because I'd had so much fun. And I just thought I was invincible that I was like, backing out too quick. And that's how I ended up hitting this tank, you know, but it was nighttime, it was dark, it was the winter. And Yeah. So anyway, I don't want you guys to ever hear the story as told by my father, because I think he goes a little bit too far into the sound that the BMW made when it made contact with the tank. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, in lieu of a tank, I'd like to have just a four wheeler or even one of those cute golf carts, not the little slow ones, like a souped up golf cart. You know, the ones that have the bigger wheels, but it's still cute on top. I'd like one of those, but I mean, in this current work environment, where I need advertisers, this is out of the question. But I can always dream, right? All right, so let's let's get back to um, uh, where was I? So Planned Parenthood getting defunded. So actually, they're opting out and defunding themselves, and people are making big hay about this, and it's fine. I actually am not, I am not against people being happy about this defunding, but it's only sixty million dollars, Six 60 million. They get five hundred and forty million. So I'm looking for them to get defunded at a much bigger level but you know what how do you need to eat an elephant one bite at a time um so they're going to forego 60 million annually from federal family planning programming that carries new anti-abortion rules so it's not anti-abortion i don't know why the washington examiner is using this leftist language in their piece but and you can find these links at listen.stacyontheright.com but uh we're talking about the funding that you basically it's federal family planning grants and the rule says they cannot go directly to provide patients with an abortion referral. Critics of the rule call it the gag rule because they say the government is forcing them to keep information from patients. Now, I just want to know at what, what, um, what, what level are you at in this country where you don't know you can get an abortion from Planned Parenthood? Like what? What part of America are you hailing out of? From under a rock, from behind some grove of trees where no human being has walked before, un- undeveloped American land? Something you know, everybody knows they can get an abortion. They don't need to find that out from Planned Parenthood. They don't need to be ushered through the process because that's that's what Planned Parenthood does. If you say, "Well, I'm not sure. I mean, I think I might want to just have this baby," they're like, the, "That's a mistake." That's they counsel you to have the abortion. It's not that they say this is an option. They say you need an abortion. You want to be free from this, don't you? This takes no time. It's just a clump of cells. Let us help you get out from under this. You can't afford this. You're in college. You're you're in high school. Do you want your parents to find out about this? You're you're 25 years old. This is your first job. This guy's not going to marry you. He's this is your boyfriend. Get get rid of this. He doesn't have any say. They have every answer for every woman who's even thinking about keeping their baby. And they're saying now that they're upset because they can't get government money to help them propagate that crap. Well, of course you can't get you Okay. Just I'm a simmer down. So, the quote from them from Planned Parenthood, McGill Johnson. Says we do consider ourselves being forced out of the Title, 10 pro- Title X program, Title X, because we cannot comply with the gag rule. The rule is dangerous and unethical. Now, anytime you hear a Planned Parenthood representative's mouth flapping, you know they're lying. The grants in question, which amount to 286 million a year, come from what is known to the t- as the Title X program. They're used to pay for birth control, testing of sexually transmitted diseases, and cancer screenings for four million low-income adults, and are not permitted to go towards abortions oh, yeah, why is the government in the business of giving these kinds of services to women? Remember when we used to have private organizations doing this? And then you could just pick. If you were a low-income person, you could just go to the the death mill and get your tests, or you could go to one of the 33,000 federally funded clinics where OBGYNs and doctors give you the same services for free because they're federally funded. Or you can just take yourself into Planned Parenthood. All right, we'll be right back with more. Stay there.
0: A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, kids, dad's going to teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, uh, pump your knee. Nod your head. Shake your hips. And bite your lip ever so slightly. Now, with one hand in the air, point at people with the other hand. I call that the rock star. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now, make a face like it just smells something bad. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep. And the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper let us All the way home Where were you Jill? We went to the forest It's not that far away Ask your parents To take you and your friends To the forest this week It's closer than you think Check out Discovertheforest.org Brought to you by The U.S. Forest Service And the Ad Council What if I could tell you That a full blown wildfire Was going to occur tomorrow Right where you live you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it the first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today it's true I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow but shouldn't you make a plan anyway go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today don't wait communicate Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, ugly Uglyville. Every ugly doll is unique. I'm Moxie. Bobo. Wait. Those close to me call me Slick Doll. which is not his name. And every child is too. They can be pretty lovable. That's why when you travel, you should make sure your child is in the right seat for their age and size. That sounds pretty great to me. Keep them safe by visiting nhtsa.gov/slash/the-right-seat. Isn't that right, gibberish cat? Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety. Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right.
1: All right, dudes. Welcome back to the show. For everybody who's thinking I don't know my Roman numerals, I was totally thinking to myself, it's called Title Ten, um, and it is. But it's Title X, obviously, because all of these titled programs are given Roman numerals in their names, but X is 10, title 10. Yeah. Um, we do need to defund Planned Parenthood to the tune of 548 million, but 60 million, if that's what we're getting right now, I'll take it, especially since they're defunding themselves. I love this. The The joy for me, I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all. I find it awesome whenever the president can get something done that Congress won't help him do. Notice they won't take up defunding Planned Parenthood. They won't put it to a vote because they don't want people on the record. Yeah, everybody will come out and say what they support, but the lesser known reps, the ones who aren't a part of the squad, they don't want to be on the record as supporting a lot of the stuff that we see coming out of the Democrats. So before we get to, let's see, I'm going to figure out how I want to do this. Um, I want to do this Apple TV Plus thing. I want to talk about that. Um, but first, let's, Let's get to Senator Lindsey Graham. The Democrats, in case you hadn't heard, recently issued out some kind of stupid op-ed or letter or whatever saying if the Supreme Court doesn't come around to their side on the social issues, that they're going to pack the Supreme Court the next chance they get. Now, first of all, my question is, who y'all threatening up in here? They're the Supreme Court, and you guys are just a bunch of ideologues on the wrong side of every issue. But if you think... I'm a little bit, I got a little bit worked up. Then take a listen to Lindsey Graham. Uh, here he is in cut one.
0: Huawei is... Uh...
1: Uh-oh, nope.
0: Well, I think all the energy in the Democratic Party is with Bernie and Elizabeth Warren and the squad. I think the squad represents the heart and soul of the Democratic, modern Democratic Party on domestic policy and foreign policy. Uh, I saw the polls... I've never been more confident of President Trump being reelected than I am right now. Because when you get on the stage, whether it's Biden or Warren or Sanders, look at the contrast. They want to basically take your private health care away and give illegal immigrants free health care, taking your private health care away. They want high taxes. We want low taxes. They're going to gut the military. Uh, They're going to pat the court with a bunch of liberals. When it comes to foreign policy, President Trump has destroyed ISIS. He's done everything opposite of Obama. He got out of the Iran nuclear deal, which is a threat to Israel and and the world at large. If the ITIL ever gets a nuclear weapon, he'll use it. So unless he makes some kind of mistake in Afghanistan, and it's okay to reduce our true president, It's okay to want to pay less in Afghanistan, but we need people over there to protect us over here from al-Qaeda and ISIS. The president is going to clean their clock on the stage. When you compare what he's done with what they're going to do, weak versus strong foreign policy, high taxes versus lower taxes, health care taken away from working people to be given to illegal immigrants, he's going to win. I don't care what these polls say because the Democratic...
1: So, Lindsey... Is on fire again. Um, and he did, he did have, I, I thought I had one more piece there that was about him talking specifically to the liberals packing the court. He said it ain't going to happen, not on his watch. I love that. I love his fire and his, his interest in making sure, um, that things that aren't constitutional actually don't happen. And, and I want to point to that, um, as we move over to this next topic matter. I, it, it's, it's kind of stunning to me. Um, but, Again, we know how the liberals behave. We know what they're all about. Um, so let's first talk about, I want to do Facebook and then Apple. Facebook and then Apple. So here's the scoop. Facebook has a new plan for news. Now, anytime I hear Facebook talking about how they have a new plan for news, it makes me wonder, um, what does that mean to aggregators? What does it mean to publishers? What does it mean to news organizations? And what does it mean to our ability to just be able to find things? Uh, you know, I, I just miss the days. How about you? You know, raise your hand up if you're driving down the car or whatever you're doing right now, if you're in carpool, whatever. If you remember the day when your Facebook newsfeed was, it represented what you chose. So all the pages you liked, their content showed up in your newsfeed. So it was interspersed with posts by all of your friends. So you could see a news story from, you know, let's say the Daily Caller. Uh, you could see a post from Stacy on the right. You could see two posts, uh, from, you know, neighbors that you have in your kids, in your kids school district, somebody who lives around the corner and somebody who lives, you know, two states away, posting about their kids first day of school or a swim party they had. You'd see a post from your mom about the, you know, the dog that you grew up with or whatever. You'd see posts from your cousins, you know, people around the world. Keep scrolling down. You'd see a post from a major news organization whose page you liked. And then if, if you saw anything you didn't like, what you would do is you would just right there in that spot, you would click the little hand sign. It was a thumbs up. You'd click it. It would go gray and you wouldn't see that news organization again. Then if you changed your mind, you'd say, you know what? I've changed my mind. I do want ABC News in my feed. You go to their page, you click like, and it would show up. And if they posted 10 times a day, you'd see it 10 times. If they posted once a day, you'd see it once. And that was your news feed. Do you do, Who else remembers that? I remember it and you know what I loved about it? If I added somebody in, it would, it would like go get everything they'd posted within the last 24 hours and it would kind of spool itself up. So it would basically fill my feed up. So I could spend hours, you know, just going through and I would get all of the news. I like interior design pages on Facebook. I like, uh, you know, some bloggers on Facebook and I got it all. I, I, I liked a bunch of people who I'd met at blog talk or uh, not blog talk. Blog Con and um, just, I'm, there's so many conferences I've been to. CPAC, I would literally like their stuff while I was at CPAC. They'd be on the main stage or they'd be on in a panel. They'd be talking. I'm like, I like this person. I find their page, I click on it, and then I would get their updates. So I felt like if I, if I saw someone in real life or I saw a restaurant I liked in real life and I clicked like on their page, I got them in my feed. And it was as much as they posted or as little, right? That is gone. That is completely gone. Like Facebook is nothing like that now. Right now, when I go through, it's, it's the people who I hardly ever interact with. I'm getting all of their stuff. The pages that I like, I never see any of it. I never see anything from the pages that I like, except if there are pages that have to do with remodeling, home improvement, anything that has nothing to do with politics. All the political pages I like, I just don't see it. And I know it's the truth because other people have the same reaction to me. They'll they'll message me. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize you were still posting on Facebook. I haven't seen you in two years. I haven't seen you in 30 days. I haven't seen you in, you know, whatever. Why? Because Facebook is literally putting, and I see all these ads for stuff, which I admit some of the stuff that I've seen ads for, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that existed. And I click on it and I look at it. But for the most part, they replace the stuff I want to see. With ads, and then they show me a bunch of people I'm not interested in, because I have, you know, almost 5,000 friends on Facebook, and most of them, I'd say I know maybe half the people. The rest of them, they may be friending me because somebody else that we both know that they like, or because they heard me on the radio somewhere and they want to be friends. Which, by the way, I really encourage people to like the Stacey on the Right Show page if you want to connect on Facebook, because I just, when I, when I see someone that we have no friends in common and I don't know you from somewhere, I'm not going to accept anymore just because, There's a page for that, like the page is Stacey on the Right Show. So here they are with another plan, yet another change that they're making to the Facebook news algorithm. They call this one News Tab, and it's an effort by Facebook to restore the sanity and credibility that they lost in the chaos of our main feeds. Facebook will personalize the News Tab, so it will need a massive amount of content from the New York Jets to Gardening. News tab, the personal passion of CEO Mark Zuckerberg is also an effort by Facebook to develop a healthier relationship with publishers, many of whom have had their business models destroyed by the social media platforms. So now that he's destroyed them, he's like, come on back over here. I won't hit you again. I'll never hit you again. I love you. And the publishers are supposed to be like, yeah, you love us. You won't hit us anymore. You, you won't abuse us. You won't beat us into the ground. We know you we know you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's like it's like an abusive relationship. Facebook beats you to a pulp, calls you names, talks out the side of its mouth about your mom, your whole family. And then after you've healed up and you just getting back on your feet, you got your crutches off, you're just you're just glad to be alive. You finally clean yourself up and got a new outfit on and Facebook is like, "Hey baby, Come on back over here. Let me beat you some more. (laughs) I can't believe he thinks this is going to like... So people will obviously do it because they need the clicks. So Facebook is going to pay dozens of publishers to license content for NewsTab and news for many more will be included. The Wall Street Journal reported that the largest partners will be paid millions of dollars a year. NewsTab will try to give credit to the outlet that broke the story rather than the aggregator. And the head of news partnerships at Facebook named Campbell Brown said, our goal, quote, our goal with the news tab is to provide a pervers- provide a personalized, highly relevant experience. The majority of stories people will see appear in the tab via algorithmic selection, close quote. And a small team of journalists are going to be the ones who actually pick the stories for the top news section. Now I don't see how that could go wrong, do you? That doesn't sound odd at all. A small group of journalists, you mean leftists, hardcore you know, commies, they'll be picking the the news tab stories. So last year, Facebook killed their trending topics. Remember when they had trending topics populated by contractors after they were accused of bias. We learned a lot from trending, a Facebook executive told me. This is a completely different product. Not like the last one that we beat you with. I know your arms were broken and you're just now getting healed up. But trust me, when I say this new thing we have is totally different. It's not the same. Don't worry. Come closer. (laughs) That's what they're saying. (laughs) I mean, they literally destroyed people's livelihoods by refusing to give them the traffic that they had become so dependent upon. And now that everybody's back up and running. Ooh, you look good. That skirt fits you really well. Come, come over here. I want to take you out. You beat me up the last time. I still want to take you out. I won't beat you up this time, I promise. I've changed, I've changed. (laughs) Okay, so I promise this Apple TV Plus. First of all, it's not the same Apple TV, guys. It's called Apple TV Plus. Get over yourselves. It's gonna reportedly cost $9.99 per month and launch in November, okay? It looks the same to me. It looks just like the one I have upstairs. The remote control and the box are the same. Am I supposed to be buying this? It says their forthcoming streaming video service is scheduled to launch in November and come priced at $9.99 a month per Bloomberg. They've yet to, you know, they basically they announced it, but they haven't announced it. So they're putting their product right up against the launch of Disney Plus, Disney's juggernaut streaming service that's set to feature a mix of Disney films, Marvel content, and Star Wars content, which by the way, all the new Star Wars content sucks. So what do they think they're selling us? Like we ain't putting up with that. Anybody who has even a half or a quarter of a Star Wars brain knows that the new content, you just, it's just, you don't even acknowledge it. Just stick with the original stuff because this new stuff is just trash. It's dumpster diving. So I'm fast forwarding down to the part that matters. Uh, they're going to have, um, according to Bloomberg, they're going to reach 50 billion in annual services revenue by 2020. And it's integral to that milestone is the launching of TV Plus. In November, the service will arrive with only five original shows. The morning show featuring Jenner- Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Um, also featuring Jason Momoa from Aquaman a production called Truth Be Told with actress Octavia Spencer, Steven Spielberg's revival of amazing stories, and a documentary series called Home. It's not yet clear whether Apple will also have licensed content, although they do own the rights to the entire Peanuts library, and they're planning an educational Snoopy spinoff for their... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yawning yet? Uh, I'm not buying this. But I would have had to tell you guys about it because I needed to tell you about that story about how we already bought it and and how it wasn't, it was like $79, I think $79. We used it for two or three years. So it still wasn't a good buy. It wasn't, it wasn't cost effective. So the chance of me buying this new thing or reinitializing my old thing and updating it so that I can pay $9.91, please. Okay. Guess what you can get now? You can get Vin angel. Have I told y'all about Vin angel? Let me tell y'all about it. Here we go vidangel.com. First off, let me tell you what we're watching right now. We're watching Suits. Now I'd started to watch Suits way back when it first came out, but there was too much cursing. And so I stopped watching it. Well, now I can watch it without the cursing on vidangel. Let me tell you how you do that. You can buy the seasons or what have you, depending on what streaming service you're using. It's compatible with Amazon, CBS All Access. Um, It's compatible with Stars, HBO. It's also compatible with Amazon, which you can use your Amazon account to get those other accounts. If you use VidAngel, you can cut out all the kissing, all the cursing, all the sexual innuendo, any of the nudity. You can cut it all out and just watch the show as it was originally intended for your entertainment pleasure. Yes, VidAngel.com. No, they're not sponsoring the show, but you should still use them. God bless.